So hello and welcome back to the Joe and Co show. I'm delighted to have you back here again for another episode. And this week I have my very, very lovely and special friend Katie Johns from Lovable Media. And we are, we have such a lovely conversation about doing things your way and really showing up as the best version of yourself. We talk about actually why goal setting and following other people's are the experts advice and doing things that you think you should do are actually setting you up for a big fall and what you can do about it instead. You don't have to pretend to be anyone else. You don't have to follow someone else's structure or systems or, or whatever it may be. And actually you can break down really what is the traditional view of running a business and, and define it and live it in a way that is true to you. You design what you want and you live it what you want and that's exactly what we're, we're talking about in, in today's episode. So I will let you listen to mine and Katie's conversation and uh, hope you enjoy it. So hello lovely Katie <laughs> and thank you, thank you for joining me on the Joe and Co show this morning. We are going to have an amazing conversation. I always say that, but I know that we're going to have a special one because we always have good chats, don't we? We do. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I know, I know. It's just Me recorded too. this time, which is a bit, a bit weird. Yeah, but... I think we should record. I think we should record all our conversations because it's always nuggets in there that we yeah, that we share or we we give each other advice. We should perhaps have our own recording studio and just record all our yeah, conversations that's a great idea. going forward. But, yeah, maybe edit more of yeah, those out. Actually. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Anyway, that aside, would you uh, like to introduce yourself to our guests, our mm. listeners even, you are my guest, sorry, <laughs> our listeners, and just give a little bit of background as to who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. So my name's Katie, and I am the owner of Lovable Media, and I am a soul-led content strategist, and I help soul-centered entrepreneurs embrace their content marketing and strategy <gasps> so that they can create content that they really connect with and connects with their soulmate clients in a way that's completely aligned and authentic to them so they can grow their business with ease, flow and spaciousness to let all <gasps> the magic happen. Oh my gosh, that is, oh, that is amazing. Isn't it? Oh, that's so beautiful way to describe what you do. Oh, there's so many elements of that that I'm like, oh, oh, oh I want that, I want that. It just oh. sounds incredible. That's, Thank that's you. so lovely. And it, it feels yeah, so good. It really made me obviously knowing that I was going to be speaking to you about it today really <laughs> made me sort of think about and drill down because it's hard often you know we do these things it's our yeah. our passion and what we do on a day-to-day -day basis but actually trying to put that into a nutshell can be quite difficult so it's funny I thought like, how can I you know explain <laughs> try and put it across and when I did I was like yeah that's amazing because I absolutely love what I do you know it doesn't feel spaciousness though I mean the words that you've used as well but that's the power of words isn't it but also the fact that I've never heard a description like that before oh, so thank you. if you're coming from a, a content marketing perspective it's just like oh I want to work that, with that lady oh, <laughs> thank you well yeah it is it is really different to our kind of traditional or old sort of perception about how content marketing and marketing generally should be done and and that's what I'm all about as well and that's really how my journey began because even though I've worked in marketing for so many years it never 
I never truly connected with it and I couldn't quite put my finger mm. on why that was and so that led me on a huge journey until you know that's what I end up helping people with today because I understand the pain <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because you and I both connected through um, a membership group that we were part of so I'm a great believer in, and I know you are that you know the stars align and we're meant to meet the right people at the right time and we kind of fell into each other's lives, didn't we, at that point? But yeah. we also experienced at the same time that kind of realisation that business and running a business wasn't feeling right for us. And we knew deep down that there was a different way of doing business. Absolutely. And by being different, I mean it to be a way that's aligned and authentic, totally true to who I am, my values, um, what I want my business to be about so I do passionate work and also to fit in with my lifestyle the lifestyle that I've created since I've left the uh, the corporate world and I knew that the 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 kind of blueprints the routines the, the strategies or you know all those kind of structural things that we think we have to put into our businesses in order to make them fly and get the sales coming in and you know the content structure and the plans and you know the organization and being on all the platforms all the stuff that I was led to believe was the way to do business pretty much all of it didn't connect with me at a heart level or even a soul level so I was constant I was in that place where I was searching for a way to do business differently and we landed in that place at pretty similar times didn't we and ended up having a conversation and suddenly realizing that we weren't the only ones thinking that way yeah and thank goodness it's great (laughs) because it can be lonely (laughs) feeling like that feeling that you know there's a lot the the internet is a noisy place and there are so many experts out there telling you that things need to be done in a particular way it all needs to be very sort of goal and uh, led and strategic and whilst of course they have a place it's not all about that and so yep if it can really and that's why I'm so passionate about it as well because I think it can set so many people out for a fall before they've even begun thinking that they're not good enough or you yeah. know they haven't got what it takes And I dread to think how many people have perhaps not continued with their dreams because they're feeling that, you know, perhaps they don't have what it takes. They can't do content marketing. They can't do marketing. They can't promote their business or run a business when actually that's not true. It's just that the way that they're being taught isn't aligned to them. And that's okay. You know, you can follow what's right for you. And it's about trusting that, you know, you do actually know. Uh, it's great to get guidance of course but it's so much about having the trust in yourself and to really kind of feel into that but that's difficult when you're starting out and um absolutely and also the way that we've all been conditioned is that you know from the age of what four or five we go to school we're taught so we're taught by a guru i.e our teacher and that's the way that you know you do maths or that's how you um you know write in the english language or do grammar you know so very early on we're conditioned to think that we have to seek um advice and guidance when we don't know something from somebody else whereas inherently we are intuitive beings and we have the answers within ourselves we know those gut feelings and I you know I've got I've got so many I could listen for like forever so many examples now as I reflect when I've got that gut twist almost that like icky feeling in my in my stomach that went 
hmm, that doesn't feel right. Yep, absolutely. When somebody was advising me and I took their advice above, over and above what I felt was right for me, so ignored my gut instinct, did what they suggested and it didn't work or didn't work in the way that I wanted it to or needed it to. And then I beat myself up for being a failure or not good at being good enough in business or even following their advice. And, oh, I knew it wasn't going to work. It didn't feel right. So the trust piece is massive, isn't it? It is. But we've kind of lost touch with our own inner trust because we're looking externally for the validation, the numbers, the advice, the support, you know, all of that. When actually, when you can learn to trust yourself, stop and trust yourself, I would say. So take that moment just to listen in. That's where the divine, gu- and I say it is like divine intervention, isn't it? It's divine guidance comes from. And it's just like, no, no that doesn't feel right. I'm not going to do that. And I've stopped being in um, different clubs, in memberships. I've stopped following structures or routines. I, I often go with the flow every day rather than having a week, even a weekly plan. There might be a couple of things on my, li- that, my list that I really want to do or have to do, maybe like house insurance, you know, <laughs> tax the car. <laughs> um, you know, certain things like that. But otherwise, I, I kind of free flow it now, which just sounds crazy to even think that I'm like that because I would inherently say I, I like a plan, I like a list, I like structure, I like being organised, I like being proactive, but that's all the control piece, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it takes courage. It takes courage to live like that. But actually, if we are all honest with one another, it takes guts and that should be celebrated to start your own business. Mm. You know, there's um, not, I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for what that takes, but also it is a completely way of a different way of being so it's not the same as being in the corporate world or you know kind of running um you know working in a business and things but we're so conditioned into that's the way that business is done yes but actually you know that's the part of it we've all started this because we're obviously passionate about something but we crave freedom as well and to do things differently and do things our own way yet Mm. the irony is that so many of us just end up creating a job for ourselves which doesn't allow any magic into our lives you know and and if we don't follow those kind of inner nudges and we don't go with you know our own intuition and what feels good to us then one you're gonna you can of course you can grow a successful business and you can do well but it's whatever you um, deem successful and you know that's a a whole other thing but also (laughs) it's about you know creating something you don't want to be burning out. And I, I burnt out a couple of times following other people's ideas of success yes. and how they've become yes. successful. And, you know, unfortunately, it, it took those experiences to make me realise that I needed to be following my own path and not somebody else's. But again, it takes courage. But does, we've been absolutely. doing it a while. So <laughs> we <have. laughs> we're quite long in the teeth now. So it's like, yeah, OK, made all these mistakes so that you don't have to. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? And that's really why I wanted to, to create this podcast to help people realise that they're, they're not alone and actually what they're feeling is, is totally okay. Yeah. And if it doesn't feel right to you, there's a reason why. It's because you're not doing things in the way that are right for you and it's finding the ways that do resonate and the, the ways that you, know, you do connect with, as you say, from, from a, whether it's content, whether it's marketing, whether it's how you show up on social media, whether it's your routines, whether it's the the type of work that you do, 
Um, it's it, it's it's all there for the taking and doing it your own way. That's that's what I know to be true. Yeah. Absolutely nowadays. I totally and I think agree. to your point about the burnout, I, I haven't experienced burnout. I've been stressed, but I wouldn't say I've experienced burnout. But for me, following other people's ways turned me into the almost the very worst version of myself mentally speaking so I I I can be very critical of myself very much let that side of me go um thankfully however when I was in my worst places uh in running you know this business it was a case of me beating myself up and being the bitchiest nastiest cow to myself the self-talk the sabotage I would do you know, the, the behaviours, the, the thoughts, the, the words I would say to myself, it was just vindictive. You wouldn't you wouldn't do that to anybody else on this planet. Exactly. And that's no way to run a business. And how can it, you it, show up as the best version of yourself and enjoy exactly. what you're doing and offer the best service if you're speaking to yourself like that? You just can't do it. It was yeah, and there was a there was a there was a big turning point, and I, ha- I actually ended up having a, a row with my partner, you know, because it was going to bubble up at some point. It had to be released in some way, but you know, there's there's been moments where I've I've had to really stop and check and go, no, this self talk is not good. What can I do about it? And it is just that in itself is a clear signal that you are not living in alignment and not running yes. your business in an aligned way that feels right to you. Because if you are trying to follow somebody else's blueprint or strategy, you know, it can work if you find somebody that you are aligned with. It can work to a certain extent. But if you're following somebody and they're thinking, because that's what you should do and you should do this, but that feels totally uncomfortable to you, then it's never going to end well, you know. And then you're going to be like, well, why can't I do this? I should be able to do this, you know. What's wrong with you? And as you say, all that kind of negative stuff comes bubbling up. And we just get further and further removed from who we are why we started it in the first place what our passions are and that's really where it all should be coming from in the first absolutely. place absolutely strategy in the end so yeah yeah I mean you know I'm in the middle of a launch at the minute and I've got this program that um it's called the uh the empowered love experience and oh, this podcast will probably go the sound of that <laughs> I just can't wait to share it <laughs> Uh, but that's come from an absolute place of creative passion. It's just full of my experiences, wanting to help women overcome similar situations to what I felt, i.e. The, the self-sabotage, the self-doubt, feelings of guilt, the feelings of resentment, all of that, and actually change it into being in a place of ease and love and compassion and passion for what you do. And that, that extends to my whole life, everything that I do. And it's, of course, it's work in progress. But for me, I've tuned into every single day that feeling of what it is like to share that experience, you know, with nobody signed up yet, by the way. But I keep channeling that feeling of, oh, my gosh, that would be amazing to do that. That would be amazing to see them um, transform, to change their lives, to become you know, a calmer, happier version of themselves, because that's where I'm at. So I know that it's possible. And the gift of being able to give that is just incredible. So even if I don't sell anything, if nobody signs up, I've just had an amazing experience for the last couple of weeks as I've been promoting and launching it. But every piece of my content has come from a place of I'm so passionate and so excited and really 
want to share this for other people's benefit, yes, the money would be lovely. Yes, the opportunity to help people is going to be amazing. But it, it's about that shared experience and taking other women through that journey so that I can see their growth and development over the four weeks that we'll be together. It's just it just lights me up. It's just so it's such an, a rare opportunity. I never had that in the corporate world. And I definitely didn't have that when I first started out in business because I was doing I don't even really know what I was doing. <laughs> I do know, but it was it was from a place of, oh, I should do this because I'm a organizational culture expert or because my uh, qualifications are in, and experience are in employee engagement and internal communications. I should do those. They, I used to enjoy them, but they never really lit me up like this does. Yeah, there's so much in what you've just said. What, like the shoulds of it and where you're creating content from at the moment, that's, that's where we all get so stuck. We're, we're stuck in our head. I should be writing this or I should be promoting it in this way because that's what they want to hear or I need them to buy this or, you know, or whatever it happens to be. But, and that's why so many people get stuck because they're like, oh, it just doesn't feel good. I can't. Yeah. I, and if you're not creating the the connections, then, you know, and you wonder why people aren't connecting with your content. But the switch that's just completely different, one in you, and that's where it has to come from first. If yes. you're creating content from a space where you feel lit up, you're passionate and you're just talking about what, you know, what lights you up, then the rest will follow naturally. And this yes. is my other bugbear about um business you got me started now um <laughs> get it out <laughs> it's this expectation as well and I just again it's setting people up for a fall that you know every what every successful person that you look at would have had a what would be deemed as a failed launch at some point oh yeah but it's not a failure it's like you learn from every experience and as you're just saying now nobody signed up yet I believe they will I've seen your content is amazing I know you're getting great interaction and people are loving what you put out so that in itself is a success because you are helping absolutely. people just at I've that given level. people a gift already yeah, exactly absolutely. so it's so much more again it's coming from that totally different place it's not about like what should what do they need to hear as in like from the head point of view so you really can connecting with those people and building connections and nurturing those that takes time it's like any relationship social media or email list or anything it's not it's the same as a friendship it builds over time you can't expect that to do that overnight and of course you will get people that buy from you straight away you've only just like met you and things but it's just you know there's so much more to building a sustainable business than thinking that you can start putting out some social media posts and packages and you're going to be an overnight success of course that happens to some people I don't know anybody but I apparently, don't know anyone either apparently it does <laughs> uh, but it's about a process and I think that if the more light that is shone on that the less that people will feel like oh I should have achieved this by now how come I haven't got a 10 figure month by now it's like well actually yeah some people have been working on this for years and years and it takes time and actually it's about you know enjoying the process and really tuning into why you're doing it who you want to help who your soulmate clients are what your passion is and expecting that perhaps it will take time and taking that pressure off you so that you can enjoy it rather than beating Mm. yourself with a stick about it all the time Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've had I've had some launches where I've had one person sign up. I've had some launches where it's crickets, nobody. But in every example, I've learned something different and and, and applying it, you know, this time and, you know, 
it's just a, it's just a continuous learning process yeah. isn't it it is it's an evolution and, and that's the other yes. thing as well to know that you are always evolving it's you don't just start you're in one place your business and that's where you're at and you've got to be you know every experience as you said you're learning something perhaps that's what you needed to learn to then move you to the next level so it's about trying to see the gifts in every situation even if it's not perhaps what you hoped and that's you know that's potentially what's so dangerous about goal setting sometimes because actually you're like well I want to get x amount of people into a program or make x amount of money and if you don't then you feel perhaps that you've failed but actually, you know, if you celebrate everything that you've learned or every connection mm. you've made, then it's um, it's just about being kinder to yourself as well, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you raise a really good uh, word, actually, and one that I uh, have absolutely moved away from, which is the word goals. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, it, it, it was classic. Every every year at the beginning of the year, I was I was known even at work, you know, in the corporate setting, known oh have you set your your goals for the year joe it was a it was a bit of a joke actually you know that i was a goal setter you know and i was striving for you know so much more which is great i think it's it's great to channel your energy and your focus but the issue i now have with goals is the fact that it's 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 very limited so it's it's you know you can almost imagine it as a target you know you're shooting that 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 black point in the in the target red point whatever it is um and actually, there's a whole bigger world. There's there's a whole wealth of opportunity and expansiveness out there that could be your reality. And of course, you set goals from yeah. where you are currently. So it's very, very limited based on your own perceptions and your own past experience. You don't know what the future is going to hold. So instead of setting goals these days, I set intentions and it's more around how I want to be. So then there's the feeling essence to it, but then that opens the opportunities in my future up to being anything that uh, resonates with that, that level of feeling and therefore opens up the possibilities that are beyond what I could possibly imagine right now, which is just, that's like, oh my gosh, that's spintingly exciting because it's it's so expansive. Exactly. And beyond goals. The... Um... Yeah, the chance that when you're so fixated on an end goal that you're so blinkered that, as you said, you just miss all the other potential that could be, you know, out there. And we're just like, well, no, that doesn't fit in with my goal. That doesn't fit in with my goal. Or else you're making yourself do things that you don't feel comfortable with to get to that goal. But actually, you know, if it doesn't make you feel good, then you shouldn't be doing it, really. No, I know. I know. I know. I mean, how many times have you set goals and you've never even hit them? Yeah, same. And because times. you haven't hit them, you you beat yourself up, as you've said. But actually, the journey, the learning, the experience has been so much more than the target, the goal piece. Yeah. So that's that's the beauty of it. That's that's the richness of having intentions. I think rather than and going with the feelings and intentions rather than setting a goal because it's just more open and freeing. Definitely. And I have to say my experience and I've been in business a long time. Um, so I've done, you know, I've done goal setting, I've done uh, and since intention setting and the intentions way is so much better. And the it's lovely, isn't it? Oh, it's just so lovely. And the opportunities that have come through that have taken me perhaps in a direction that I didn't expect 
that have opened up so much possibility and I've met amazing people and I've done amazing work has just been it's been breathtaking you know compared to just that constant striving and thinking that it's got to be a certain way yeah Um, but again it's hard because that's not how we're taught in the traditional way of doing business and there's still so much noise out there saying that this is what you've got to be doing and absolutely even in society actually we're conditioned I mean you know my my kids are doing their GCSEs and A-levels at the moment and it's like you know what what are their targets you know what what are they wanting to achieve they're wanting a grade and I'm like but that's just the end result on a little piece of paper Whereas actually your whole experience, your learning journey through that, be it formal education, be it the relationships, be it dealing with homeschooling and, you know, lockdowns and all of that that goes along with it. That's that's the the reality and that's the wealth that comes along with it. Definitely. Whereas they're fixated, can be fixated on achieving that B or that A or whatever. Um, so we're conditioned from such an early age. I mean, kids even do SATs, don't they? And that, that's, well, they've disappeared now. Mine are older now. But, they, but you know, they and my two went through, you know, doing their SATs exams at such a young age. And it's just like, really? Can you not just enjoy school and playing and being with your friends and exactly. enjoying the learning experience at school? It's so much more, isn't it? And I think so it's much just... More it just pigeonholes us all to be the same and so that conditioning runs deep doesn't it you know if you're then at whatever stage in your life if you don't fit into that box you start thinking well there must be something wrong with me but actually you know there isn't it's just that that's not right for you and that's not what your soul's calling you to do and it's about trusting that isn't it but that's that's difficult to do I know and, and even you and I have conversations about this all of the time um trust is such a big thing that was my one intention for this year that's the one thing oh was it yeah I just said yeah just to trust trust that um things would be shown to me at the right time trust in the process trust in myself just you know trust across the board really and so far considering you know we're obviously in lockdown three and um compared to how like the first lockdown I think of the journey that I've come on through that and the unfolding that to get to this point today and the magic that's happened this year already yeah just sent it um setting that one intention has been incredible so it's like, yes but it's a constant practice a constant reminder absolutely absolutely <laughs> but when you look back for the evidence when I've trusted and known that things were going to be okay you get that inner knowing don't you yeah but also it can be a lighter feeling too not such a deep rooted sense of knowing and trust when I look back over my life, no matter what's happened, I've always been supported. I've always been provided for. I've always been okay. Yeah. You know, I wrote a, I wrote a blog post um, oh, a couple of weeks ago, which got an immense amount of, of engagement because it was quite a hard-hitting um, story I was sharing about when my lung collapsed on a flight to New York. Oh, yes, I read that. <laughs> and I, obviously, my lung had never collapsed before, ever. And I'm, you know, 30,000 feet up in the air, having just had a lovely gin and tonic, thinking, holy shit, what the hell has just happened? I felt it, something go in my chest and started to get hot sweats, thinking that I was having a heart attack. But then taking myself off to to the loo just to breathe and just have my own space for a little bit and thinking... I think my lungs collapsed and I don't know why I would even think that but I had this inner knowing that that's what had happened and I carried on flew over to New York 
obviously because I didn't have a choice. <laughs> well, I could have pressed the alarm, but anyway, we carried on to New York. I conducted a meeting for the whole week, carried on, and my lung capacity was shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. So it was getting harder and harder to breathe. And I flew back, which was the craziest, probably stupidest medical thing <laughs> I'd ever done. But I knew, I just knew, A, I had to get home to my children, but I knew I was going to be okay. And yes, my recovery took a lot longer than it would have done if I'd have perhaps been, you know, had some hospital intervention over in America. But I wouldn't have been able to fly back. They wouldn't have let me fly back. I wasn't allowed to fly for a year. And well, I could have had a nice cruise back, but I didn't think of that. I just sort of been, you know, away from my kids for so long. But I just it wasn't just that and being risky and stupid, which you could argue it was. It was just I had this inner knowing, such a deep sense of knowing that I was going to be okay. I was very ill um, and it took me a long time to recover, but I was okay. So I I think back to that example and think I've always been provided for and supported. So why would it change now? And that brings so much calm and ease. I really rarely worry about things anymore because I just lean back and I trust based on past experiences I've got to this point and everything's been okay so it's going to continue that way so I'm looking for the evidence to back that up yeah and I just see worrying and doubting as just such negative unnecessary energies and focus that it never serves me well anyway so why why would I carry those kind of feelings so therefore trust feels so calming and relaxing and quite joyful and exciting it's liberating isn't it totally but it is and you're absolutely right and it's important to look for the evidence because there is that part of our mind that will always be there it's like the ego going nope of course not you can't do that this is dangerous <laughs> yeah. this is risky. always you know it's always there but absolutely it's recognizing it and thinking well no it's just thoughts it's just thoughts and actually the evidence is there and as you say what's the alternative living in worry and stress about what might happen or what might not happen is just torturous so it's um you know it's far better to try and live like that but you know I know it, it is difficult at times because it's a uh, just got to keep kind of reminding yourself it is a constant isn't it yeah yeah and we're not going to pretend any anything otherwise you no. know it's not like oh I've got trust about the rest of my life sorted no exactly. it's literally a, it's a daily if not hourly sometimes practice Definitely. to go just just relax into it it's okay and I'd you know, be first to admit you know in um covid hit last march my business changed to face completely and literally i lost all of my clients overnight you uh, me both exactly. <laughs> we know this don't we yeah we do and I like a lot of the rest of the people in the country as well and it was really difficult to trust them and there was fear and panic but so it's also about accepting that those things don't go away it's about kind of trying to process it and you know just yes accept it as part of your journey that like you say just yes. because you start trusting doesn't mean that everything's suddenly all sunshine and rainbows it's like a constant. absolutely not but I also have trust in the fact that the right things are going to go when they need to go yeah and the right things are going to come when they need to come and I look back again over my life evidence stacks up that that has been exactly the case it's not necessarily felt like that in the moment because I, you know, I've, I've lost things or lost opportunities or lost friendship connections or whatever it may be, but that's kind of opened up the space for Absolutely. some things that I then needed or that were better. 
in its place. Yeah. And it's so funny because uh, COVID has obviously been dreadful in many ways, but I do, um, I do sort of laugh to myself now because a while ago, I think it was probably about six months before COVID, I made a decision that I wanted my business to be different and I wanted to um, step into a next level and through that I wanted to have like, a different set of clients or be looking to work with different people. And then lo and behold, COVID came along, got rid of them all in one fast swing. So that wasn't quite what I had in mind, Universe, but you know, here we go. And so I'll teach you, Katie Johns. <laughs> Sorry, it's my fault. Um, and so that it kind of opened the way to then stepping into that next way of wanting to be. But uh, so again, it's although it can be hard when you're in it in the moment, it's just that I guess it's looking at every situation for, you know, the next opportunity to kind of up level or you know take you in the direction that you want to go and that's not always pretty no it's not (laughs) it's not but sometimes a lot of the time you realize how amazing that has been yeah exactly hindsight's a wonderful thing yeah oh absolutely no but I mean I I mean when we first connected I was all about you know finding the joy and it was just like that's that's still true to you know to this very day but what I didn't realise by setting that kind of intention was that all these other things would come along with it. And for me, you know, going back to the point on trust, to have that now as part of my core essence and almost my um, my core foundation to find that has been, I suppose, you know, people talk about res- resilience, don't they? We yeah. talk about, you know, resilience workshops and building your resilience and, you know, well-being and wrapping it all up in that. But I actually think trust is even more powerful. Yeah. You know, trusting in yourself, trusting in the situation, trusting in life in, in general and trusting that everything will be OK. Exactly. Even if during that moment it doesn't look like it's going to be yeah. OK. But sometimes yeah. that's it. Stuff has to go and that's not always pleasant, you know, and it can be difficult and you've got emotions that need to be dealt with in order to sort of move through that and come out the other side but yeah yeah and you know what I'm smiling as well we can see each other on FaceTime anyway but (laughs) I'm smiling because I'm just thinking that the whole Covid situation when we look back on it everything everything that we've faced this last year has been meant to be and I, I just can't wait to think about what what the new world is going to look like and I really hope it's been a catalyst for great change positive change beneficial change you know there's been a lot of constraints and there's been a lot of uh, worry but I you know and a lot of you know boredom even because we've the pace of life has slowed so much but I just well I know that it's it's going to be a catalyst for for great change and I just hope that so many other people are realizing this as we've experienced as well definitely I hope it really gives people the courage and faith to just go after your dreams follow your passion like life's too short isn't it I think it's taught us all of that you know about what's really important and um just to go for it yeah well that sounds like a beautiful way to end this episode it's felt really calm chatting hasn't it yeah it has it has it's been so lovely but I love chatting to you anyway, Jane. I know. I love chatting to you as well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this is going to be a, a soulful, nourishing kind of conversation as always. Aww. So thank you very much for this very candid and open and honest conversation. That's just what I wanted for this podcast. Um, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, Katie, what are the best ways of finding you? 
So thank you first as well. Thank you for asking me. It's been so lovely. My pleasure. My um, pleasure. The best place probably to connect with me where I'm found most is over on Instagram. And my lovely. handle is at lovable media. Or you can also find me on um, that website address as well. Lovely. And um, I'll put the links and stuff in the show notes Brilliant. just so it's thank easy. You, um, but thank you so much, my lovely. And I always look forward to our conversations, but I knew that when we recorded this one, it was going to be, it was going to be special. Oh, thank so. you again. It's been, it's been so nice. So there you have it. Another episode of the Joe and Co show with my very good friend, Katie Johns from Lovable Media. Of course, if you'd like to connect with Katie and work with her, she is incredible, by the way. She has an incredible intuitive knack for just doing spot on marketing. So if you'd like to work with Katie, then the details are in the show notes. Uh, And of course, if you'd like to work with me, I am there to support you. I can be by your side coaching and supporting you through the entrepreneurial journey, whether you're just starting out in business or whether you're about to take the leap of faith from your employed position and wanting to uh, jump into your own business world, then of course, I'd be delighted to help you. I have been there. I know exactly what you're going through and what you'll face and I can help you really tune into what Katie and I have been talking about. You know, that that trust, that self-belief and really build your self-confidence so that you can shine in the way that you're, you're supposed to do in this world. Anyway, I just wish you a very wonderful week and I hope to have you back onto the show listening to my next guest next week. But have a wonderful week and take care.